on today's episode on Soti Light, I will be sitting down with Chaswem Sengule Roberts, speaking on authenticity, self-acceptance, and rejection. This is Faith Elena on Soti Light. How are you? You are all right. How are you? I'm okay. So, following the last episode that was shared, which was just a glimpse, and I spoke on having a rejection story, but on this one, I'm not going to share much on my rejection story. We'll be listening to Chaswa's story, his rejection story, and how he healed from that. Oh, stories <laughs> and how he healed from that and we will learn it's just a conversation a conversation so tell us your story yo yo um where to start which one to start from um i think obviously one of them i think two that majorly stand out one was maybe my social life and another one in my i don't know what, how we can categorize that other life but okay whatever so in my social life, obviously, it's a human being, somebody I really, really liked. Um, about three, two years ago, I don't, I don't remember. And okay, I do, I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, met this person, really awesome. Um, quite the opposite of who I was. We were, like, different people from different worlds, but, you know, we wanted to try to, like, make it work. And, yeah, we were, you know, guy doing his thing, pursuing a girl and everything. And sometimes it was like, you know, green, red, orange, but then, you know, in, in, in a nutshell, it just it, it didn't work out. It, it, it just didn't. And yeah. She, she, she couldn't be with me. So, yeah, and I guess in hitting the nail on the head is that, you know, there was a rejection and she, that really sent me on a spiral because even when these things would happen because it's like there's not something that would happen like happened once off like not it happened like every three months every two months every month something happened and every time something like that happened i always just went and drowned myself in other things and you know sort of in other things would be alcohol what in other things would be alcohol yeah yeah it, it was one of them i used a lot of um i tried to use a lot of tools alcohol was really one of them um, and I always say it's not because it's not like I don't drink I do but then like this time it was like um, you know to like, a max to a max like I, I had to have a bottle of alcohol to wake up with and one to sleep like the whole day I just had to always be intoxicated so I don't think and okay. you know avoiding your, your your mind and all those kinds of things yeah and if it wasn't that I was using people I mean um, building get into relationships or whatever just flings. flings with somebody you know just anything to keep you off off you okay. know like but you know none of those things ever ever ended well and you know that's boom okay um okay with your story being shared <clears throat> i'd like to ask you if you um okay firstly do you understand what it means to be authentic um I guess so. I guess so. In your in your own words, what does it mean to be authentic? To be you. To be you, irregardless of society norms or what other people are expecting of you, but just mm-hmm. an, an own definition of who you are and what you're comfortable with and what you're content with. 
being in that particular season of phase of life that you're after. So before before this rejection situation happened of yours, was this at a stage in your life where you would say you were authentic? You were an authentic being. I was. I was. And you and you shared was authentic this authentic with the phase side of you mm-hmm. with this person. Yeah. And they still rejected you. I, I, that's actually why they rejected me. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I think a year, a year later, I think I, the person comes and tells me, um, "Well, it's just that you know you," and I, and I get, I get, I get what I did, and it's like you know where, you know how we all have baggage and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mm-hmm. those kind of people who believe in truths, and like I, I believe personally, like um, intimacy can only exist. In an area of truth, like it, okay. it, if it's not truth, not real intimacy can happen. But so, like, I, I try to be truthful with whatever I was. Mm-hmm. Like, I share them all the goods and all the bads, except maybe my goods were like thirty and my bad were like seventy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you know, I think they got overwhelmed. And and my delivery, I was, I was, I delivered it at the wrong time. Like, you know, like you just get to know someone maybe in the first month or two, mm-hmm. you teach them with all these bad things that you are. Yeah. And not have it like a possession kind of thing, and you know that happens. And okay, um, how would you connect being authentic with self acceptance? Sorry. How would you connect being authentic and authentic mm-hmm. being with self acceptance? I think the latter, or the, or the the form is yeah, the latter gives birth to the form. Okay. Like you can't have. You can't be authentic before self self acceptance. Sure. Like it, it starts with you accepting yourself with with who you are there, and then you go like for, from from that from yourself. It's only after it's you accept yourself. Experience. Yeah, yeah. It, that's the only time that you're going to you're going to assess, you're going to become an authentic, a, a, an authentic being, and which is the funny part about rejection, eh? Because rejection really has this thing of and, and I'm really starting to believe this it really has a way of making us turn to, to, to it sort of turns us into who we are not or every time we're rejected we get into this pathway where obviously after after rejection the next thing you're going to crave is acceptance and sometimes um your mind or whatever will convince you that the only way you're going to be accepted is if you become like the people who rejected you so Every time we're rejected, we always sometimes go on this path to transforming ourselves into the people who rejected us, so that we can, we can, we can, we can, we can have their acceptance. And in that, and there, mm-hmm. we lose our authenticity most of the time. Yeah. We lose our authenticity, and we don't want to accept who we are, and just want to become who they are, so that we can have this thing that they, they took away from us. And yeah you know and that always happens like in, a, in, a, in another area of my life that um, in, in my faith this time I was Christian uh-huh, right uh-huh. Um, oh wait, your, your, your listeners do know I'm agnostic right I did not <laughs> even put that there I did not put that there but you could, you could share oh, okay, okay. but before we get to you oh. being agnostic um, I remember what you just from saying when you shared your rejection story you did say um before you got to a point of healing you actually became this person that rejected you yeah yeah okay so how did you get to this point of healing now because
because I remember somebody asked me like, okay, so when you rejected, how do you heal from that? How do you heal from stuff like that? And I'd like to hear how you healed from that. I think it was acceptance, the same self-acceptance that leads to the authenticity. Mm-hmm. It's I was sort of coming from from a phase where after this happened, I tried to mirror the image of the person who rejected me so that maybe to appease them or make them like me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after that obviously I got lost and lost the very image of myself like you know everybody's been in that phase where you can't really recognize your own voice anymore sure. you can't you, you know you can't, can't see yourself as you're used to and from that I think a couple of things I think the next steps that I had to go through was me beginning to accept like me coming to terms with with reality I remember when I was sharing the story with you I told you um when I had, when, you know how this person was different from me, yes. were opposites, yes. and I sort of had like this fairy tale fantasy um, exception of how this was going to happen, you know, I was yeah. going to come in, and, you know, it's good. you know, every, most people have this, like, oh, I'm going to save this person, no, not really save, but like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you'd be like, like a basic simp kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of, kind of behavior like oh, I'm going to show I'm the good guy and what whatever and then I had all these realities so when it didn't work out I had a hard time even re- accepting the fact that this was rejection I mean I couldn't even call it rejection people just ask you I'm what happened you're like ah you know it's just it's something like that just borderline say the truth like that's the only way you're going to move on to the next yeah, part so true. my first part was just like beginning to accept that one this hurt me Okay. okay um so after, step, step one is accepting like okay man this 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 really hurt me and apart from accepting that you were hurt i said to i needed to accept the fact that she changed me in a way like, okay. i needed to accept that this there were certain parts of me that weren't me okay and that's the only after you accept you begin to identify because it's only after you say it's only mm-hmm. after you recognize the problem that or you, you accept the problem and around. then yeah you, you, that's the only time you get to work with it so like okay now i see that there's a problem here and then started to figure out ways to like solve it now and then yeah. you know i'm picking up the pieces i'm like okay this is not me this is not me this is not me and doing all these small small things giving yourself time giving yourself space to just you know breathe and all those things uh, i think a little, a little of the things that i had to go through over time and mm-hmm. you know i saw myself coming into this um whole content kind of kind of being and maybe if i would share this again i think i've always had when i was in that particular thing yeah. the whole fantasy and everything i was somebody who's how can i say it um like everybody like every other human being i guess i was i was pursuing happiness like i, I wanted to be happy okay. and that's not such a bad thing except i think human beings sometimes we've we've sort of to, I don't know if it's focused or birthed this idea of um, happiness a little too much. Like, okay, not, not, I'm not, I'm not, okay, okay, let me explain it. <laughs> that, that, it that it makes sense. Like, it's like, um, it's like we've sort of created this notion that life is about just being happy. And, um, you know, and that that's true everybody wants to be happy yeah. but then the, the problem with that fact is that people do not want to live with anything else and that's why you find them not going through certain things like you know how I, I, i've got i got into a phase where i had to believe that okay hey um i'm sad in this moment mm-hmm. 
I gotta be sad, accept that I'm sad, mm-hmm. and go through it because that's the only way I'm gonna go through it. Yes. Like if I'm stressed, I, I gotta accept I'm stressed and then go through it. Mm-hmm. But because of this notion of you always have to be happy, people have this thing of when they're sad, they're like, no, they want to be like, no, I'm not sad, and like I just, I, I, because of because yeah. of just always wanting to be having that, but then I realize I think life is more about being whole and being complete. Like it's not about this one particular emotion. Like even if it's the one that we all crave. But it's, in, in the long run, it's like we need to be these whole, authentic human beings. Like, go through what needs to be gone. That, that needs to be gone. What you need to go through. Like, in this phase, if something bad happens to you, I see people who try to, like, push it away. I'm like, I know nothing bad has happened. Just, you know, give themselves positive vibes. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes you don't exactly go through, you don't exactly go through it. Like, yeah. you know, as I said, like, like, I remember a statement that really changed my life when it came to going through that healing process and that was that pain demands to be felt mm-hmm. that's really when i realized the only way around pain is through it like there's no around it like no yeah, yeah it's, 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 you have to fit like yeah. do whatever needs to be felt and then you, you proceed to what you yeah. need to be next and that's when you become this sort of like so you holistic. feel you do and you heal yeah did you just come up with that now yeah <laughs> <laughs> We should trademark that. <laughs> Come on, let's make a t-shirt. <laughs> so you reveal, you deal, and you heal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Chesway is. What do you? I don't even know how to introduce this now. I don't know if I can say converted. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Once a Christian. I was. Once an atheist. I was a Christian. And then once a Christian. And then now agnosticism. Okay, so explain it. And agnosticism is just um, the belief in the proposition that both ends are not going to be fully known. Like mm-hmm. atheism is never really going to. You can't prove atheism. Like they cannot mm-hmm. prove there is a god. Mm-hmm. And there's also not substantial empirical evidence to also prove that there is a god. Yeah. Like both these two arguments can never fully be it's like it's not like these guys can come up with these facts and evidence and prove this side and these ones come up with this side and like the agnosticism is believing like okay none of these ends can ever be known and even if the existence of a god was known um coming to a place where we fully understand his nature as well mm-hmm. is also a place we can never get into and there's two kinds of agnostics okay there's a lot of kinds of agnostics but then between the two that are common there's agnostic atheists which they're agnostic all right but they cling towards the idea of no god a little bit more and then there's agnostic theists who even if they say we cannot know there's a god they more they cling more to the possibility that there could be some sort of theistic so spiritual being i'm agnostic theist so i cling to like even if we can never completely know being. there is something but you know we can never completely wrap around our hands around it because like there's a lot of questions we cannot answer, like yeah. straight from questions of creation or whatever. Yes. Uh, like even if we said, to, like scientists, even when it comes to like the Big Bang, it's it's an impossible thing to believe. Like an, a, a place of infinite what infinite volume, if you know zero volume and infinite mass, they can't prove that. Yeah. And even this side on that and saying there's a God that created this, they also can't prove that, that mm-hmm. everything is mere superstition as. Um, an agnostic psychologist John Davis puts it and you know what positions can be put so agnostic is like you know okay. so 
transitioning from being Christian, because I don't think most of us know that you were once atheist, but transitioning yeah. from being Christian to now being agnostic, I believe you face a lot of yeah. scrutiny or a lot of it. I don't know what else. Okay, like a lot <laughs> but do like, share your like, experience. Um, it's times when like it took me like about a whole year to like publicly come out okay. and you know when i did i've got some philosophical friends who like you know they, they understand that someone coming from them and why and they're like okay but that's okay very you know and then i have uh, also a circle of friends that's also like you know and i, I don't blame them from where we've grown up in christian society yes. sometimes yes. so we know yes. and so everything the moment something that is not comes through they all go like um Ish, what, what's this? And I think I faced a lot of rejection on that on that particular angle. I had to lose a lot of friends, a lot of people around me because 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 it's not a norm. Because it's not a norm, you know. In most yeah. people's eyes, if you're not Christian, you're automatically a bad person or whatever. I don't, I don't know how that works, but but yeah, that happens. And yeah, there's a lot of friends who like I, I, I've had friends who like came over and like cried like. Are you like this and next like, missing that I completely broke broke, broke down and and also that the same thing almost happened for me like you know how people like that reject you mm-hmm. this time when I literally was trying to force myself like can I just believe so that they can accept me <laughs> and and yeah so it was like a, a continuous battle battle of like hey man can I just can I just forget because I'm a person who likes all this philosophy Things, things, okay, blah, blah, so blah, um, have you now come to a point where you fully accept this is who you are? This is is it a religion? This is your belief. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know about fully coming to a point of say accept that this is who I am. Because mm-hmm. if there's one thing that's really core cool to me. It's something. It's something I know. The humans change, and uh, and I've come. I've, I've made peace with that. The fact that yes, but even though I'm always we going do, to go through different phases. Even though we do evolve, there's still a side of you that's from the core. No, 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 okay. Yeah, core personality, values, beliefs, not core beliefs about how I treat people and how I live with different people. How yes. I treat those those ones are constant; they can never change. Yes. But in terms of what I believe about certain things, maybe who knows? Tomorrow I might read a new book that enlightens me on something. So I'm saying, in, <laughs> in, in, with who I am now, I think the most important thing about me is that I come to accept who I am. In the now, I'm like okay. In this phase that I'm in, mm-hmm. I completely accept that this is who I am. This is what I stand for. Mm-hmm. But I also give myself room to say, hey, any moment something can happen that can completely change what I believe in. Sure. Like what if I experience a miracle tomorrow, and you know, like, I believe tomorrow, and you know, people call me hypocritical, whatever. And like, I, and they don't want. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just going to. Tell I, I accept who I am in the moment, and that's sure. that should be. A, a very important value for like every human being. We should be able to accept like okay, in this phase, this is what I am, and tomorrow I can change, next year I can change. But as for now, this is what I am, and I'm cool with it. And the moment you have that, I think it makes us, it helps us go through these different phases. I, I, I feel, I feel there's, there's, there's like a whole amount of strength seen in just accepting who you are. Yeah. There's a whole amount of strength in. In being authentic, because a lot of people, I don't want to call them weak, 
try to to fit in or blend yeah. in and yeah. can't really bring out the true selves, the true being, the true personalities just because of the fear of being ridiculed. Yeah. You know, the fear of being bullied or the fear of being I don't know. <laughs> so there's a whole lot of strength seen in it. And there's a whole lot of strength in your story as well because it's I think it's it's a lot. Especially yeah. in our country being christian nation Yo. to hear of someone like transitioning from being christian to now being agnostic i feel we that should be like we should do a whole episode just, <laughs> oh, for, that one, that one, eh? just yeah. for that just for that but that's beautiful yeah it's got a way of showing us and what direction we need to take because I didn't share this like, even like in the Christian side even like when, when I was Christian I remember going through this thing where I was part of this group of fellowship mm-hmm. and we really wanted to be leaders and whatever and at first they rejected me and didn't want me to be the leader because of like maybe how I dressed how I talked and this also sent me into a spiral where I turned myself into who they were and I became this formal person always yeah. um, saying sir to everybody wearing suits <laughs> and every time and like I formed myself into an image of who Just they are so that they could accept me yeah. and, you know and oh, this yeah. always happens I always feel like rejection is always going to make people turn okay I've got a question um, uh, like during this period with this female okay we're going back to that story with this female before she actually rejected you before you got to that point did you leave room for error room for error as in was it just a thought that this is going to work out oh okay yes yes no 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 no, no. that's ah, oh wow (laughs) that's that's a problem i i also really really had i had this um this has got to work out mentality yeah like you are the one. <laughs> like, no, no, like, I, not, not like I, I want to, you, yeah, like, not that I want you to be the one. I need, like, what's like a need? Like, I need yeah. this to work out. Okay. And that's, if, if we're being honest, that's actually at the top of why that hurt me so much. Because I put it in such haste, like, this, like, because of this fantasy reality I created and all these things <laughs> I saw, I was like, guys, this just needs to work out. So when it didn't, and it didn't align with with the reality, didn't align had. with the fantasy, yeah. we always get that. And it's funny, because human beings are funny. Have you noticed how um, sometimes you can have, like, this is um, um, this is how we want things to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then things turn out to be different. We usually find ourselves getting sad and depressed, even if the, the different is not really something bad or sad yeah. that has happened. But the moment it just doesn't align with our fantasy, we always find ourselves, you know, depressed, depressed and whatever and whatever. And that really, really hit me. Like, I, you don't know how much I needed. Like, that's what I think that's the whole me pursuing this person for like close to two years and whatever didn't come. I don't, I don't think it came from a aspect of you know like i really like this person but it was just like wanting that yeah like this needs to work out (laughs) that and you know eventually it also became about how oh you know how guys have this um ego like guys will always okay not guys i think human beings will always will always value the thing we didn't get more than what we have a way of losing value for things that we have but okay. the moment you didn't get something, it, 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 if you know, if you reject the guy, he always come back. Not because he always <laughs> likes you, but because 
it's like what what just happened like because <laughs> like, like it bugs with our ego like um ah, so it's like an it, ego thing it's like it ends up becoming an ego thing where i'm like oh at the end of the day it becomes about curiosity I'm like why did this work why did this not work or why did this person not I just like me and today. And, <laughs> and you know it's, 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 it's weird yeah yeah it's like yeah, so I, I desperately needed it to work out in a very not so safe and non toxic manner. And I think that's what really, really hit me. Like, I think, I think um, one of the reasons we end up getting depressed in situations like this is because we just don't need room for error. Yeah. Be it whatever it could be, your business plan, your your school, your friendships, your relationships in life, just in general. Like I think always always we, have to leave room for error. Yeah, always always have to leave room for the unexpected because we we never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Like we we just don't know. We just we don't know if we can just walk out of this room and receive a phone call and your whole <laughs> life changes. Yeah, and, and true. And, you know, most people don't do that because of some. Okay, I'm saying this a lot on like maybe experience. So with some of my Christian friends, and sometimes it's okay, but they have like this mentality of like, ah, oh, man, this, like you know, that optimism, that faith, that optimism, that sort of um, is wrapped in like some kind of faith, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this is going to work out. Because <laughs> I have prayed. Uh, yeah, because I've prayed. This is probably going to work. Out. And find that most of these people. Are really really sad when something didn't go their way. Yes, like, and, true. And not because of whatever, whatever, but just because because of the whole not giving themselves room for say, hey, this might and this might not work out. out. And you know, says live with whatever you have. Like today, if it works out, okay, go next day. Just as long as you're giving yourself. I think especially when it comes to relationships, like this thing can go any any anyway. Can work mm-hmm. out, cannot work out. I think, but our contentment and our wholeness will come from the fact that we tried our best in every moment. Like, True. it just has to be like that. Like, put in whatever you gotta put in and see how it goes. Like, put in whatever. If it goes your way, you're good. If it doesn't, like, oh, okay, at least I tried. And that's actually pretty safe, not so optimistic, not so. No, she said not not so not not the opposite. Pessimist. <laughs> Pessimist. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this was this was great. This was really great. <laughs> this was great. I talk this much in a while. Okay, I didn't fully fully introduce you at the beginning of the podcast, but I think we, I think you have introduced yourself a little. We now know yeah. that you are agnostic. Yeah. Uh, you are a philosophical thinker. Yeah, like. Um, oh yeah, photography. I think I put that down in the interest yeah, yeah, section. Yeah, yeah, do photography as well, landscape and work life. Yeah. Yes. And then author. Yeah, yeah. Do right. Yeah, okay. yeah. And the chemical engineer. This is like a whole. Yeah. Lot. <laughs> oh, etc. Etc. <laughs> a whole lot. Other things shall not be mentioned now. Yeah. Okay, Chaswe also has a podcast coming through titled The Podcast. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> it's still funny. And it's not just him alone. He's going to bring Prince and 10 other people to come? No, no, no. It's just the, the 10 and other people, the team are going to want to work with. From everything from graphics to sound to it's marketing to distribution wow. to yes. Yeah, like a lot. 
an office block. It's so. okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so do look out for that as well. But thank you so much for joining me on So Delight. This has been Faith Elena with Chaswe Musengle Roberts, aka Robbie. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs>